All right. Mask on, man. Mask on. Mask gonna, on. Okay. Gonna... <clears throat> Collect myself. <clears throat> yep. Check your levels. Make check, sure check, your levels are check. good. Yep. We got it. <clears throat> Great. All right. Oh, play it cool. Play it cool. Play it cool, Clark. Don't fuck <clears throat> this up. Hello, so, everybody. Uh, oh, this is God. Clark. Huh? And this is Riley. And uh, you're listening to Into the Echo. Uh, this week we're talking about <laughs> a very special album. Uh, right, Riley? Oh, that's that's correct. That's correct. I fuck. I'm screwing the bit up. Ah, damn it. That's okay. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. We're it's a bit within a bit, Riley. What's it's the, a, oh, it's a double what's bit. What's not to get oh, about? <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, oh my god. Well, we tried. We tried to do a bit. I told you I'm not very good at it. I still can't tell if we're in the bit or not. This is terrible. <laughs> now it's a triple bit. <laughs> oh god, the triple bit. You screwed up the bit within the bit within the bit. <laughs> we're gonna have to is there, start is over. Is there any way? Is there any way that this episode can have like a subtitle of triple bit, like Yellow Card Ocean Avenue triple bit? Yeah, that would include or, all. That would require all of this making it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fair so, enough. no. Can um. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a, a hard pass on that? <laughs> hard pass. Well, I'm editing this one, so you can suck it. That's true. Are we gonna start over? <clears throat> um. No. 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 How are you doing? Son of a bitch. Oh, I'm doing great. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to try gonna... the bit again? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Quite, quite, uh, we did it. We did it. <laughs> you made it. Uh, we made we it. Made I'm it. good. Um, I have spent the last few days listening to this album, Yellow Card Ocean Avenue. Um, many, many times I've formed some strong opinions. I mm-hmm. have revisited my past. I have yeah, no relived, um, the, the, um, the morning over 9 11. I've done that a lot. Yeah, I didn't know I was supposed to be doing that on this album. Yep, yep. Got to check those lyrics, man. Um, hmm. If only we had Wikipedia. This uh, still is not my favorite Yellow Card album. Spoiler I know alert. it's not. I know it's not. But that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here as your spiritual guide. Oh, Ooh, okay. Through this, this very um, important album. Okay. I like it. Um, important in the sense that uh, it set this band in a trajectory, or what's what's important about this? What well, tell me yeah, about this yeah, album? What are yeah, we up important, against here? Important for the band, uh, certainly for mm-hmm. for their future, because this is really what landed them on the map. I think, mm-hmm. um, and secondly, because I mean, what person who was like between thirteen and fifteen in two thousand three mm-hmm. did not? get some sort of life lesson from this album i mean come on at least ocean avenue at the Um, very least which is fine that's fine yeah that's fine we can fight about that later i think when it comes to an an ode to california you know there are so many of those in uh strangely enough in punk music but just music in general there's a lot of odes to california i think this was probably the first one that made me actually want to uh live there and live out these nights um it's between this one and in this diary by the uh the ataris do you remember that song in this diary no oh I you don't. recognize it right away um okay 
but it's a very good song that talks all about you know staying up and you know hanging out in parking lots just to pass the time and the blacktop singing you to sleep and it's just a california anthem yeah great and uh this whole album kind of does the same thing yeah totally um but it does it in a way that's actually convincing i'm like that sounds like a neat life you know yeah all the sunshine and just it it just feels youthful the whole the whole thing just feels so youthful like they're so full of energy and optimism and even when they're upset it just kind of feels like this silly upset where you're like oh they'll get over it yeah yeah totally (laughs) this isn't misery this is just grumpiness yeah if only if only i knew that when i was listening to this when i was an angsty teenager yeah that that it was silly to be upset about these things (laughs) well i mean you can tell that they were singing it with conviction it's not to Mm -hmm. say that it didn't matter to them but the the scale and the depth of agony that these guys go into is is nothing compared to your nine inch nails even like your Lincoln parks like yeah um this is not an album about crippling depression or mental illness or (laughs) no you know feeling like you're stuck in life it's not that at all it's just like it's about breakups basically breakups and romances everything's a breakup song yeah yeah that's the thing you get with california albums though is that people try to break up with california and it never works all the time i mean even in blink 182's california that they put out just a couple years ago Mm -hmm. um or was that last year that was last year wasn't it that was last year yeah oh jesus the um that whole song or that whole album was like there were like four songs about California and three of those were like anti California. Yeah. And it's like y'all can leave whenever you want, man. Yep. Like <laughs> Yep. That's the thing. It's a weird love hate. Here's here's okay, one more question to clear up before we actually get into the album. Okay. Um how do they have a California album Mm -hmm. and they're from jacksonville uh they are posers okay great yeah i mean have you seen his hair he has bleach blonde like bleach blonde these guys are like the the look of them is incredible pretty sure does jacksonville have a beach (laughs) does so the city of Jacksonville has a beach. Oh, great. It's a coastal okay. resort city. Is it like a Lake Elmo beach? or? Wait, Jacksonville, Florida? Yeah, yeah, they're from Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, so they're Florida kids, not California. Yeah. Oh, so they are beach kids. I thought you were but, talking like Jacksonville, uh, like Kentucky or something. I, I don't know what I thought. They sing about California. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Um, I think it's just coastal envy. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah, they realize of... that West Coast is best coast. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, colder beaches, but there's way more culture. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nobody talks about how cool it is to live in Florida. At least <laughs> no. not in punk rock. No. That's like, where the retired people go to live. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> hip about that. Okay. Um, so. So I guess um, my... The, I'll... I'll uh, tell you a little bit about my experience with this album yeah yeah real quick i'm um, i'm curious as to why this wasn't a larger part of your life i was way too busy listening to newfound glory for one uh uh-huh. um, sticks and stones though man i mean i got it yeah i gotta yeah. revisit that this week yeah and catalyst came out and um i did get swept up in the scene emo type music i listened to that mm-hmm. quite a bit um 
let's see. You know, yeah. Sugarcoat reminds me of Bryce Jensen. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. it does. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, yeah, and I was still uh, pretty good friends with Bryce at this point. Um, I was still weaning off of Christian Rock at this point. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was weaning off of Reliant K, and Newfound Glory was my out <clears throat> because, like, in the beginning they were like they had some Christian songs. Uh-huh. I mean, their name is Newfound Glory, and it is like yeah. So it started off kind of as a more Christian band. Um, so it was like cool that I could listen to them. Um, and then eventually I realized I'm like, oh, I <laughs> I like the fact that this isn't all just Christian stuff. Uh, yeah. And I got way into those guys and then the scene stuff. And I just, man, I just got swept up with so much music at that yeah. point. Um, that's kind of when I first started getting into like the not tech well i labeled it as techno in my itunes library but looking back not techno um, <laughs> not at it's all it's like such great heights by postal service <laughs> yeah <laughs> check out this awesome electronic music <laughs> uh yeah but i got swept up with just a little bit of everything and i i can't admit i watched the music video for ocean avenue so many times um so this one song, Ocean Avenue, I definitely listened to a lot. The whole mm-hmm. rest of the album, for some reason, it just blew by. I didn't pick up with Yellow Card until Lights and Sounds, and I still love Lights and Sounds. That yeah, that's and and Paper Walls. You showed me um, yeah, Paper Walls when I was in town. Yeah, Paper Walls came later. I think Paper Walls is definitely their most sophisticated album. Yeah, um, it's the most developed in both sound and talent and. They have real things to be upset about. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, and they had lost their, not lost, um, they had chosen to kick out one of their guitarists, and it was really hard on them, and they had a whole song about it and a whole thing. So I think that was their most mature album was Lights, or was uh, Paper Walls. But Lights and Sounds was probably my favorite for a long time of theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, very good album. But yeah, this one just kind of went under my radar until... You and I were talking about albums, and you're like, yeah, Yellow Card for sure. Uh, Because we were talking about all those punk band stuff like last week during our live stream. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. Yellow Card. But we had two very different Yellow Cards in our head. (laughs) Um, So I figured we would just talk about the older one first. and uh, Kind of the the breakout, yeah. Yeah, the breakout album first. And then if if we decide to revisit Yellow Card, we'll check out probably Paper Walls. But for now, it's like, you know, let's just start with... Let's start with this first stuff and then work our way forward. And, uh, yeah. So, you want to get into it? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, and probably one of the strongest as far as... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As far as, like... Oh, hold on. Sorry. <clears throat> I was playing the wrong thing. There we go. Um, so, probably one of the strongest tracks on the album as far as just how it comes in. Uh and lets you know what you're in for is is way away the first track um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really like this song I, it's it's got like all the angst that it needs but it also features kind of what what they were gonna do with this album as far as use of punk rock elements and um relying on the violin a little bit and yeah and all that i i i love this track it's so energizing 
Yep, and they lean you into the violin. Uh, the first time you hear the violin is like the first few notes. I mean, once the guitar comes in, the violin is playing the role of the lead guitar. It's doing kind of the solo line. But if you're not expecting a violin, you don't think, oh, that's a violin. You yeah. think, oh, that's a guitar with some pedal on it. Um, so it takes until a little bit later in the song where you're like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. This is not, in fact, a guitar solo. Um, and I think there's a particularly strong segment um, where they kind of go through the refrain and, and the final chorus, which... It's structured like the perfect pop song because you get two choruses and then a, then a bridge. Yep. It's all like slow and spacey and yeah. And then it comes back with like a third stronger version of the chorus. But um, yeah, I think I think this was the, the strongest part of the song. Is uh, it's right around two and a half minutes in. We can just. Anything. People yelling the words, echoing the words in the background via yelling, right? Oh, it's so great! It's it adds so much conviction to what they're saying. It does. They really and mean they, it. And when they say this is how it feels to not believe, you're like, oh shit! All right, man, I wasn't questioning you. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm here to listen. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. It just makes you sit down and get ready mm-hmm. to listen to the rest of the album, leading us right into breathing, um, which starts with that same violin that. They mm-hmm. really want you to know that they have a violin in the band. They think that's pretty cool, and I do too. I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, they're done hiding it. They weren't just waiting to bust it out towards the end of the song like they did with Way Away. It's like, nope, you know there's a violin here, and now you get to actually hear it do yeah. its thing. not just like somebody who <laughs> decided to pick up a violin yeah they were like uh <laughs> this will make us different so just learn how to play this thing what to say about uh breathing so um, it's it's a more stereotypical punk rock sound i think mm-hmm, you get, like mm-hmm. during the during the um verses you get that really stereotypical kind of muted power chord chugging yep, um, yep. which which who doesn't love that you know um it's great yeah but still a very strong song as far as like what they're trying to say with the album as far as their sound in general. Um, mm-hmm. The singer's really like just 
laying it on thick these first couple of tracks. Yeah, yeah. He, We kind of get to see what he's made of. In the same way that we see what the violin can do, we see him holding out a lot longer notes here, singing a lot higher. Uh, you come to realize that this album, <laughs> if you started listening to it in like early high school, you may not be able to sing along with it quite as well come no. late high school. Nope. Um, yeah, you, it would change for sure. Yeah, yeah. So this guy is definitely a natural tenor. He probably couldn't sound metal if he tried, man. Not going to lie. No. This guy just sounds like exactly what he is, you know, like yep. a blonde beach kid, which is fine. Yeah, um, that's exactly what he needs to be for this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and... Breathing is I don't what is what is the song even about by the way do you know? Um, yeah, he, uh, it's, he's it's pretty much falling out of love with someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, falling out of love. Which, I mean, come on, this happens yeah. every six weeks in high school. So. <laughs> it does. Um, you, you you really think you like somebody and then you get a little bit older and you're like, oh, you're you've changed. Everything's changed. Oh, you're Everything's changing. Yeah. yeah, and it's like no. I'll never meet anybody again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so breathing. Hmm? I miss that amount of angst over that kind of stuff sometimes you know yeah yeah it felt like there's so much stuff and and like i was so far from woke at this point where it i <laughs> women were still like this other species yeah me, where it's like i had in my head i'm like women are just inherently complicated because that's just what women are and they don't know what they want but i know what i want right uh-huh yeah um so it's like i could attribute any any amount of confusion or discontent with just the fact that, like, ah, why do girls have to be so ah, complicated? Yeah, right, yeah. It's like, no, nope, I was just a... <laughs> it was usually me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I could attribute most of most of the things that went wrong to either a personal change or... Yeah, but I definitely... <laughs> I definitely was not quite aware that, like, women were entirely, completely... <laughs> 100% human. They're just yep. literally born with different parts and their brains work a little bit differently, but like at the end of the day, no, no. Like yeah. very there, much there's no there's no dividing line between the two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh this album is a little bit good for that because it always kind of pits it as like um she's always far away. She's always distant. They're never really on the same level. Yeah. And that's something that comes with their later songs and their later, or sorry, their later albums where it's more like, okay, we are two equals, but in this, uh, especially on ocean Avenue, let's go on to ocean Avenue. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. She's always like this far away concept and he's crazy about her, but like this, I don't know. I think this is such a lesson in abstraction and what it could be. And man, like if we could just run out of here and just go, go start a life, you know, the whole thing is just imaginary. Uh, Yeah. And so it brings up a a huge question that this album made me think about. Um, Mm -hmm. um, is that, so all these, like all these male led bands like this, Mm -hmm. all of the songs are like, if only we could be back together or we'll be back together again someday or how much it hurts to break up or Mm -hmm. whatever. And all the female led bands like this are like, fuck you, get out of my life. I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) What? There seems, it seems like it should be the other way around to follow stereotypes. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I can't think of a single like female band that has produced a song. That's like, Oh, we were so good together. Where are you now? Unless uh, Nora Jones? No, Paramore or no, had Michelle some. Branch. 
Paramore had some in the beginning, but that's oh, okay. because she was she had to play to the label a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny. Ocean Avenue is a song about like how <laughs> about how like how much he loves this person and how they could run away. But isn't the whole bridge about him breaking up with her? <laughs> That's how every relationship ends in high school, almost. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's if like, it, it's just not right right now. Yeah, but like give it a year, give it you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you're give right. Give a year and I'll be pregnant with twins. <laughs> Was that your excuse a lot of the times, Riley? <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay with me in a year. I'll be pregnant with twins. <laughs> yeah, it never worked. Uh, Surprising no one. Riley, one of. Uh, there's a girl that I was with right outside of, right outside of college, uh-huh. and um, she was, she was strange, dude. Uh, uh-huh. But she found out that I have like twin DNA in my blood. Like, uh, my dad is an identical twin. Um, his oh. brother had twins. Like, there's a lot of twins in my family. Like, I feel like genetically, I'm more likely to have twins than, um, just the standard person. Mm-hmm. That, she really liked that. Like weird, yeah. She you found was, a fetish. Yeah, she really like. She had talked about how she like you know wanted to have twins, and I'm like, oh well, that's crazy because like I actually you know have a pretty decent chance of having twins from like a genetic standpoint. And she's like, <laughs> and she took you home that night. Yeah, it's like her head kind of turned like, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> was it, it was... all the way around like in The Exorcist? <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> not this again. Yeah, it definitely took me by surprise. Um, Weird. So, turns out that, that can. Yeah. Is that the first time you've been fetishized, Clark? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so the next song, "Empty Apartment." <laughs> yeah, great. Um, so yeah, "Empty Apartment" is a fantastic song. No, um, no, it's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, sorry, sorry. Go on. I'm sorry, I cut you off. That's okay. No, no, no. Tell me what. We gotta song. read another bit. No, no, no. Tell me how good the song is. Okay. Yeah, it's great. Um, it starts off, uh, you think it's going to be the first, it is kind of the first ballad on the, on the album. Me out. Um, you stayed inside, one you love is where you hide, shot me down as I flew by, crash and burn. I think sometimes you forget where the And by ballad, I just mean slow. Um, no, no, no. It's a ballad. It's okay to be angry and yeah. learn to let go. Yeah, no, this is very much a ballad. Okay, uh-huh. great. Yeah. Great. I feel validated. Um, validated, yes. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> God damn it! That's so bad! I'm That's taking so all the fun out good. of this for you. Um, I'm sorry, man. Go for it. It's okay. Uh, basically, all you need to know about Empty Apartment... It's it's one of my favorite songs on the on the album, uh, absolutely. Um, but basically, all you need to know starts at a minute and fifty five seconds in, and ends at the end of the song. So let's just take a listen. Angry and never let go. It only gets harder the more that you know. When you get lonely, if no one's around. 
have to admit, um, I think I had that marked down in my notes wrong. I, I actually do like this song. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Sorry about that. I'm glad. I'm glad we we can share that. Yeah, um, I was ready. I was ready to go to the ropes there for a second until I double checked, and I'm just like, <laughs> wait a second. Wait, no, nope, no, nope, this is this is one that we agree on. Um, <laughs> I just I that that whole like little section right there is just a really nice, neat emo punk package. He he, he talks about some some stuff that at, at that time in my life was very real or or I at least fabricated it. You know how mm-hmm, he used mm-hmm. to do that of like fabricating experience maybe i was the only one that did that Um, no 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 you're not okay great yeah um but uh just the like him talking about how he knows how it feels um to walk out on your own and like that that happened a couple times to me around this time of like going somewhere with somebody and then it all falls to shit while you're there and then it's done crashes And, and burns yeah yeah basically um, which can happen for any number of reasons in high school, you know, um, like, yeah, name anything, name anything that happens in social interactions. And that could be a reason. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I just really connected with this song. Um, I always connect with slow songs. Mm-hmm. Like they're always mm-hmm. my favorites. I, I, I'm just like, you can totally predict what songs are going to be my favorite on any album because they're usually longer and they're usually slower which lots of things are good like that but um (laughs) Uh um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, empty apartment is just the first example of what they can do in this kind of headspace which Mm -hmm. i think is great um very strongly contrasted by life of a salesman I paused it because I did not want to listen to it in the background. I'll be honest. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Life what's, of a Salesman. Okay. What's what's the beef? Um. What's the beef? Okay. So this Life of a Salesman is Blink One Eighty Two if they had a healthy relationship with their fathers, um, which is not shitting upon them. Uh, it's just kind of weird to hear like an uplifting punk rock song about someone's dad. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, okay, this is really uh, surprising to hear because I love cheeseball pop stuff, but this is just too cheeseball pop, man. It's too feel good. It's too yeah. like. It, it, it. So anyway, sorry. That's that's kind of my beef with it. Yeah. But that's, that's understandable no, beef. None of that is really saying it's a bad song. So I'd love to hear. What uh, what you think of this song and if you like it or not? I <clears throat> the the level of cheese in this song was not too much for me, you know. Oh, okay. Um, I I happen to like stinky cheese a lot, and <laughs> I this, usually do. But this falls right into that category of very pungent, loud cheese. But, yeah, this is French for sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and I'm okay with that. It it goes down easy. Um, hmm. Okay. And I just, I like that it's a little different than what you expect. Yeah, you kind of expect it to have this weird angle to it. Like, okay, so this song came out after Good Charlotte had a whole song about their dad. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember that Good Charlotte album? I listened to it so much. I, I think it was Can't say I do. Young and the Hopeless, or it could have been their self-titled one. But they had a whole song about how much of a dick their dad was and how he walked out on them and 
all that. And so I was expecting this song to take a twist of being like, yeah, dad, you're great, dad, until you left, dad. Like, I kept expecting it to turn in this direction of like, dad, you're awesome. Why the hell did you leave our family to suffer? Um, and then it just never did that. Like, it just stayed positive. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is just actually a really positive song. Um, yeah, I know. You you expect a, like a twist at the end or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, so you yeah. just... So you just buy the premise and you think it's well executed. I, I just buy the premise and it, yeah, I okay, I think yeah. it's I think it's not a bad song. It's definitely not. It's like totally lower middle pack on the album for me, but yeah, I yeah. don't have any beef with it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, if you guys have an opinion on Life of a Salesman, you, you need to tweet us at EchoPod. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just you can't just be sitting there and have an opinion and be listening to this and being like, eh, I don't know. It's a good song. I don't know. It's about. You have to tell us. Yeah, secrets don't make friends. Listeners. No, yes, yeah, secrets don't make friends at all. Like um. these opinions are are important, especially if they're like share my opinion. You know. Well, or if they just directly contrast both of our opinions. Oh, if or if they validate that... my opinion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I agree. <laughs> so you guys, uh, tweet us at EchoPod. We'd love to hear your side of the story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or if Just there's another, if you think it's the best song in the album, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we will be talking about our least and and our least favorite and most favorite towards the end here. Hey everyone, this is your favorite Into the Echo host, uh, Riley, and I just want to take this time to thank you for listening to our 45th episode, where you may have noticed we're kind of changing things up a little bit. We're going back to an album format. Um, for at least a handful of our episodes because we really like getting into these whole albums and kind of talking about where they came to us and why we like them and why we listen to them because those are the important questions to ask. Um, And we'd love to hear the questions that you guys have about these albums and maybe hear about some albums that you have these connections with. Um, So please reach out to us on Twitter at Echopod, on Instagram at Echopodcast, and on Facebook, Into the Echo there. Um, We'd love to have you guys as part of this conversation. It's kind of what makes music work for all of us, is the conversation it starts, and it's the whole premise of this podcast. So we'd love to have you guys involved, and maybe give us a suggestion for our upcoming episodes, or add songs to playlists that we're going to be going through, or if you just want to disagree with us on everything we've said about Yellow Card's Ocean Avenue so far. Please let us know. We'd love to hear from you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode, and we will see you guys next week. Just on to only one. <sighs> only mm. one. Only Man, one. where do we even start with this song? Uh, it starts the same way as 99 Red Balloons, so that's nice. Really? Well, that exact note and... and uh, okay, I thought you meant yeah, the, the lyrics or something. I was like, Damn. No, the guitar, the note that it starts on and the tone that it starts with is the same as Goldfinger's 99 Red Balloons, so it always throws me off. Okay. Um, but only one, man. Great track, great track. What do you, yeah. yeah, you you go, you go. Okay, so only one was a, it's absolutely a, a love ballad for mm-hmm. somebody that, um, somebody, so actually he did a, he did a Reddit Ask Me Anything about this album oh yeah yeah and he answered the question about this song about like what who it's about or whatever it's about a specific person um a specific girlfriend of his that he just felt like he had to 
in the relationship with, even though no one did anything wrong. It just felt wrong. Oh, yep. Even yep. though it was a good Been thing. Been there. That's yeah. a rough type of breakup, man. Yeah. That's a rough when you can't even really give a good reason and they just look at you like, what? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, that's a rough one. Precisely. Um, Oof. I, of course, interpreted it differently in high school because I didn't know those kind of breakups existed. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I was ready to date anybody forever that would date me. So <laughs> I would never end anything. Um, which I still struggle with. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was a joke, I promise. Oh, I promise. That was so no, mean to me. Transparency um, is fine. Um, so I, I definitely attributed this song to one of my first bad breakups. Um, but it was where she broke up with me and and I was upset about it. Hmm. Um, it we, and, we've got to cut to the part of the chorus where where you really have that feeling right the, yeah, the chorus yeah. and the the pre-chorus yeah, yeah yeah let's give him a taste of what okay, young yeah. riley was going through here really like there's no subliminal messaging about this song or anything it's very straightforward mm-hmm. very much breakup song um and that's fine and that's great because it's done so well and mm-hmm. okay so here's here's the thing about this song um here here's why it, it fit into my life um okay so yeah this this girl broke up with me um whatever blah blah blah, blah. um Oh, and <laughs> okay, and I was all torn up about it, and um, so I kind of like I was entering my emo phase at this point, mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, was this pre Nine Inch Nails, by the way? This was pre Nine Inch Nails, yes. Okay, it was cool. Very close to Nine Inch Nails. Um, okay, gotcha. Nine Inch Nails was two years away for me. Wow. Okay. Um, I was well, it was a year away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be about right. Um, so you were broken up with, unfortunately. I was broken up with. Um, so I I was having some really mixed feelings about everything because, yeah, this girl broke up with me that I was super into. Um, but there was also this other one that I'd all that I've all I had always been interested in, like since grade school. Oh, um, okay. And she was always kind of in the back of my mind and. We just, we never, like, spent time together. We had different circles of friends. Never happened. Um, Is yeah. this one that you ended up dating for six years? No. Okay. Not gotcha. that one. Um, okay. I never ended up dating this girl. Um, oh, okay. You just pined for her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And uh, so I, of course, attributed this song to... 
either one of them, depending on the day. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> which mm-hmm. totally goes against the message of the song, but whatever. It's called Only One. But <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, needless Wait. to say, I had a lot of feelings, okay? Uh-huh. And so I made myself a playlist <laughs> of three songs, mm-hmm. and I would listen to it nearly every night as I was falling asleep. Wow. Okay. And this was this was track number one on this list. Um which or was it track two? It was track two. It was track two. Okay. okay. Track yep. one, Jet Black New Year by Thursday. Um very, wow. very email song. Um track number two, only one by Yellow Card, of course. Okay. Track number three, uh Bro Him Tribute by Pennywise. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This runs deep. Yeah. It does run deep. Um and that was my that was that was my holy trinity of of emotional coping mechanisms. Uh anyway, mm. we should probably move on to Miles Apart. Miles Apart, yeah. Trying and then sure. we can go ahead and move on to twenty three. Um <laughs> And then we can go ahead and move on to Inside <laughs> Out. <laughs> That's how the rest of this album uh, Not going to lie, guys. The second half of this album is, is way weaker. Yeah. Um, it, it picks up steam again at the end, but... Yeah. Middle... But, definitely a slump in the middle here. Yeah. But mile, miles apart, now that we know... There's a reason I brought this up. Now that we know that they moved... From Florida to California. That adds a bit more context, yes. He is miles and miles away from from people. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're always in his heart, even though they're miles apart. I mean, Which it is, makes sense. It's a cheap rhyme, dude. It's a cheap rhyme. It's not not the best rhyme. Um, no. So, uh, yeah, 23. 23. 23 is a Blink-182 song. Okay, View From Heaven. It's a bad Blink-182 song. Blink one eighty two had, huh? It's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so frozen in time. Yeah, this this song is pertinent <sighs> at precisely okay, even... July of two thousand three. And the thing is, okay, so so Taylor Swift talks a lot about. I, I, I'm sorry to bring this up, but wow. you know she has the albums based off of like her her birth. It, it, she talks about her age and like her age matters in her albums, mm-hmm. and the fact that she is. It's same with Adele. You know she had an yeah. album called 19 and then an album called 21, and so you can kind of tell that those songs were about that time period. Mm-hmm. But this song 23. It not gonna lie, it feels immature for twenty three. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's saying something because twenty three is not that mature of an age. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say. But yeah, <laughs> just singing about how you're twenty three, so you should really. And there's still a girl that's mad at him for something. Yeah, she's mad at him, and and it's it switches from this weird thing of they're talking about her boyfriend, and then it's kind of revealed that he's the boyfriend like there's this twist about like was it fun for you to watch him fall apart or and suffocate while you hold yeah. him in your arms 
and then um, and then it turns out like he was the boyfriend or something like that. Like in the very last line, it's revealed that that he's the guy that they're singing about, and it's like, wow, what a twist! Wow, yeah, crazy. This That's guy like that a Shyamalan seen. style twist, man. <laughs> yeah, bad song. Uh, yeah. Next, View from Heaven. Yeah, latest Garth Brooks hit. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, shoot, Florida Georgia Line or something. Oh no. <laughs> Don't, don't no. silly Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks had some great songs. Yeah, he man. did. He did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Garth. Yeah, no, this May is Florida Georgia Line. No, uh, Garth Brooks isn't dead yet. Um, never mind. Just kidding. View from Heaven. I'm going to look up the lyrics here and see what we have some. Uh, if you guys want to defend Views from Heaven by Yellow Card on Twitter, um, don't. don't. Though I do <laughs> like, I do like that there's the female singer. I wish that they had used her on a different song. Yeah, yeah, the, and yes, there are a lot of songs that could have benefited from a female mm-hmm, vocalist. Mm-hmm. View from Heaven. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Inside Out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got a catchy hook. Like the it's guitar, hook- the guitar it, melody it, is good. Yeah, it's hooky. It's not my favorite. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I don't know. You really just, did skip a lot of this album. I did. These four songs, dude. Miles Apart, <laughs> 23, View From Heaven, Inside Out, could, uh-huh. d- could care less. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. This whole song is just a bitter, like, oh, well, I hope you're happy with your new boyfriend. Man, yeah. I would have been better, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you stated it better than they did, so... <laughs> More con- more concisely for sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. So, I mean, it's fine. It's a it's a fun little jaunt into uh, pop rock. Yeah, it's just uh, I think I I think I would have liked this in two thousand and three. Yeah. Um, Potentially. I don't yeah. like it now, but I think I would have liked it then. At least I would have at least not skipped it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Yeah, but now, nah, it's almost four minutes long. It does very little to earn that. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just bitter, man. It's just bitter. Uh, It's kind of like you can't fire me if I quit is kind of the vibe that I get from it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just just doesn't fit the right... (laughs) The the other songs that I like from this album, it just doesn't fit that same kind of... Notion. Well, yeah. Let's get to the good stuff then. Yep, Let's get yep, to believe. Yep. Okay, yeah. First first recovery song here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting out of the slump. Right away with the violin with, yeah, leading the violin. charge. Yeah. Mm. That does sound so much better in my ears. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It really makes yeah. a difference. Um <clears throat> Yeah, Believe is Believe is a great song. Um also did not know it was about 9-11. <laughs> not until, until today, tonight. right? Like yeah. right before we recorded. <laughs> yeah, 15 years later. Yeah, yeah. At least it seems an awful lot. I mean, it Oh, it totally closer. is. It totally it, it is. It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's no question in my mind about it. Yeah. That's so funny that you didn't catch that. Um, nope. But, man, it's a pretty song. It's, it's talking about what it is to sacrifice for someone and... and Man, it's pretty. 
and and saying everything is going to be all right, even though all this bad stuff happened, everything's going to be all right. This to me is probably one of their most mature songs on the album. Yeah, for sure. Like, and it's also their first time getting political. I mean, yeah, certainly. I guess I haven't listened to the EPs and their very first album that much, but this is the first time that I can think of where they got political. Yeah. It- and barely political at that. I mean, just political only in the fact that they talked about 9-11. Yeah. And and even then, it was just like, aren't firefighters great? Which, yeah. Like, basically, that's that, the message. Yeah. I mean, you but, get into Lights and Sounds, and they have that song, Two Weeks from 20, which, like, man, one of my friends, I was talking about Yellow Card with her, and that album in particular, Lights and Sounds, and she said, like, oh, yeah, I really like that song, Two Weeks from 20. And it, she literally like dropped a rank in my respect on her views on music <laughs> when she yeah. said that. Do you know the song I'm talking about at all? I don't. I don't think so. Oh man, it's about George Bush sending people into war and about how this kid died and he was two weeks from twenty and George Bush should apologize. Uh, huh. Which I mean, I'm I'm no Bush apologist, but no. it's just a just a stupid song. Anyway, <laughs> tweet me at Claire Hodges. Uh, <laughs> Um, the, but the, believe, the strong so point of this song, of course, is the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's cut that. This is so. This had been a thing in post rock for a while at this point, mm-hmm. um, but pop music had not used it yet. Where you <laughs> play like the the recording of a radio, like a like a spoken word talk radio thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which post rock has been using this since like the seventies. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pink Floyd's been using it for a very long time as well. But they were never yeah. pop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, which it, it's very effective here, and then. When he switches to the uh, what I assume is the firefighter's point of view, yep, um, yep, very effective, very good. Yeah, this is again, it's a country song move where you switch up that last chorus or that bridge, and you you change from the perspective of someone else, and it actually really works here. Yeah, totally works. <laughs> um, because my first thought, I did think I'm like, this guy's not married, and then I'm like, oh wait a second. This isn't about him. Yeah. And that's when it kind of clicked and I had this moment of like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Very cool. Um, and I, I'm really happy that the twist isn't that his he was planning on having a son and it was a daughter, so he had to return all the football stuff, and now she's his little princess. <laughs> I fucking hate that song so much. <laughs> what song me. is this? Tweet me, bitches. What song Wagon is Halls this? Are. I don't know. Um, this is a country song? It's about... a country song about... about... Uh, a dad that thinks he's having a son and he's all excited to like have him play. He's going to oh, be quarterback man. on the football team and he's all pumped yeah. to take him to state. And then it turns out that it's a daughter and everyone. So the thing is, the thing is about this uh-huh. song is yeah. that it, it assumes that everyone's going to be, everyone is expecting him to be disappointed that it's a daughter. Fuck you. 
yeah, is this China? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god, fucking country dicks, man. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. Leave oh, the and the the, 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 the big right? twist is that he's actually excited that it's a daughter. Oh, it's the big fucking twist. <laughs> He'll actually be active in her life. Yeah, or well, until he like starts drinking too much again. Oh, good lord! Wow, I do not know this country song, but I I hate it. Yeah, it's awful. Wow. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, one year That's six cool. months. Yeah. Um, one year six months. On we go. Second ballad. Yep. Yep. Oh, uh, I, only one clean guitar. I don't think only one really counts as a ballad. That is more like the gospel truth of being 13 years old. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. This is a ballad for sure. Cause you get like, just like jamming on an acoustic guitar and very soft vocals. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just, it just has all the makings of, of the perfect. It, It just, it repeats the phrase memories of you. I mean, come on. It's it's pretty much a dashboard confessional song. It it really is. <laughs> well, or secondhand stated. serenade if if that's your style. Yeah. Um Pretty sure, I could be wrong here, but this feels like his longest relationship. Yeah, one year, six months. Yeah, which speaks volumes for so (laughs) much. I I don't even need to say anything about that. Yes, but one year, six months is that's not nothing. No, it's not nothing. You can come to really like someone in one year, six months, and, Mm -hmm. and really feel like you're falling into a groove yeah um, you know I, I, oh people God. have been together for six years in relationships you know i mean they you, you can look back at that you you specifically can look back and be like yeah it feels like a long time until you get to six years then it feels like a long time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i haven't been in a year and a half relationship um wow yeah i just haven't been in that many relationships and good for you well, yeah, you know, sometimes by choice. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess to say not not for lack of opportunity, but for lack of uh, <laughs> feeling like it'd be worth it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the that's the hard part. That's the sales pitch. Yeah, it takes a lot for me to give up my lifestyle. I I yeah so greatly enjoy so many aspects of my life that wouldn't be worse, but they'd be much different if much I was in a committed different. relationship. Yeah. yeah. So, I look at one year, six months, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's a long. Time it is. To kind it's of it's give nothing someone. to it's nothing to shake your head at. That's for sure. And but I, I'm, the I'm fact also... that he's singing about it like like it was forever. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> but at that at that, I mean, okay. So the thing is, that he's writing this when he's like what, nineteen, twenty? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, and we're all relating to it when we're thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so, I feel like this definitely would have hit me. Like, yeah, yeah a year if and a half were, relationship. If you were dating somebody huge. for a year in high school, like, holy shit, man, what did you do right? Yeah, seriously. So yeah, to look at it from that perspective, 
and and the fact that this is longer than most you know well all of my relationships yeah <laughs> i i can understand the weight to it yeah um looking at it as 28 and and knowing that that's not that long you know i kind of i kind of takes the edge off a little bit mm-hmm. but it's i like this song yeah. i should say i do like this song yeah um it's just pretty <laughs> it is it's unique. And, and yeah and he drops away towards the very, very end and sings the last chorus just with the guitar again. Mm-hmm. It works. That's totally um, an un- unplugged moment. Yeah. For yeah. those of you that don't know what unplugged is, uh, mm-hmm. it was a series on VH1, which was a, a music channel on cable television mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Uh, in in our childhood. Yep. And unplugged was a show where popular artists would come play their songs like mm-hmm. acoustically or without without any sort of auditory help yep kind of cool just a microphone essentially yeah and there was also a series of albums called pop goes acoustic and punk goes acoustic uh that was that was big at the time i loved punk goes acoustic (laughs) albums yeah those are so good Mm -hmm. (laughs) the first one came out in 2003 uh, and it had a song by Yellow Card on it. It was Firewater, which is not a song that I know. Ah, but it's a bonus track uh, on the uh, the um, extended version of Ocean Avenue. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Wow. This punk goes acoustic. Okay. Had a song by Open Hand, who I have no idea who that is. Uh, Thrice, very familiar. Yeah. Yellow Card, awesome. Sugar Colt, Finch. Thursday, the starting line. Hell yeah. Okay. Everybody that we've mentioned so far. <laughs> Strung out. I listen to a lot of starting which line. Which Thursday too, song? Michael. Paris and Flames? Uh, a Hole in the World. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. The Ataris. Okay. I mentioned those guys. Taking Back Sunday. Yes. Cute Without the E is the song that they picked from, uh, from Autumn to pick. Ashes. Rise Against. Uh, bunch of bands I don't know. Piebald, Rufio, Strike Anywhere, Noise Ratchet. You know any of those? So to we're gonna cap off the album because this will be the retail the, the where the retail version ends at uh, at Back Home, which yep, is the... uh, track thirteen. Back uh, Home, which is so relatable because um, mm-hmm. it's not about a girl uh it's about a place yep and yep and how complicated it is to have a relationship with where you're from um yeah or at least any place that you've spent significant time and you've moved away or whatever and you go back to it and expect it to be fixed or different or somehow better and it's not yeah yeah it's just a different kind of fucked up um (laughs) Which is I, exactly I have... my relationship with Billings. So yeah, that's most people's relationship. <laughs> yeah, I I, <laughs> I I dick around with my coworker a lot, and we try and just like crack each other up uh, because we're stuck inside doing repetitive tasks all uh-huh. day. But <laughs> I looked up. I'll do these ideas to him all the time, and I looked up. And I'm like, you ever come back to a town that you you haven't been to for a while, and you're driving through, and you wonder. Has the town changed, or have I changed? <laughs> and uh, I was joking when I said it, but but <laughs> it kind of applies here. It it uh, certainly does. 
especially knowing, I mean, he moved. Uh, so the song is about California, but he's talking, you know, he's reminiscing to Florida. Uh, and like you said about how thinking that moving somewhere, thinking that, that, that you're so different and that, I don't know, that things have changed. And because you've left, left a city, like, you almost wonder, like, is, is the city frozen in time or... I don't know. It's hard yeah. to say. Like, so, so tell me about Billings. Like, you've never moved back to Billings. Yeah, I've uh, never been which, tempted to. Yeah, um, and like I'm back here for you know my own reasons. Yeah, but you've just visited, and uh-huh. what is that to you? Like, what space does Billings, the city, occupy in your mind? Especially now, like, it used to be your family. Yeah, and and now it's me. Now <laughs> it's it's you and Adam. Um, yeah, it occupies it occupies ninety five percent of my nostalgia in one place. Wow. Um, so it's always very cathartic when I go back. Okay. Because I just like have a very vivid memory of most places in that town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's always a good thing. I mean, I always remember good things. I did not drive by my childhood home when I was there visiting you because I don't think I'm quite ready for that. Yep. But I um, I wondered, and when Liberty asked you, and and you said like I don't know, I'm like he's not going to. No. Like, not yet. Yep. I'm not I, ready to see other people living where I spent, you know, 27 years calling home. I don't blame you at all, dude. Especially because you move. You're still on that Missoula circuit of every, like, year or two you move yeah. apartments. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's awful, but, like, you just said you called that place home for 27 years. You've lived in a bunch of different places, but they were never home. Anyway, hoofta. Uh, that's the album, guys, or yeah. at least the the initial release, the one that I have, yeah. and the one that most people have. Yep. Um, that's a great album. Yeah. Uh, sends you lots of places. <laughs> more than it should for being like a sophomoric album from a, a punk band from California. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, and really, only it's like there's only like four songs that did that for me. Um, yeah. But that's all it takes, just, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what were your favorites here? All right, top three. Yep. Number one, only one, of course. Mm, mm-hmm, of course. Mm-hmm. Since I have two only ones, I guess, or had <laughs> at the uh-huh. time. Um, <laughs> number two, Empty Apartment, which is what I have now. Um, number three, Back Home. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I could not leave back home because, I mean, well, obviously, it sent us into the longest tangent of the night. Yeah, very true. So, powerful song. Great song. (laughs) Uh, What what do you got? Uh, 
top three in no particular order. Uh, Believe. Uh huh. Uh, it's just man, strong song. So good, yeah. Uh, positive message. Uh, good stuff. I like the audio clips. Uh, only one have to agree. The violin solo is great. It's it's a simple hook, but it's very effective. Yep. Um, and Ocean Avenue. Of course. Yes. Of course that made the cut for you. It, yep. No, it's great. It's a great song. Great I know song. every single word. Yeah. I, I, I know the time and place. I, I remember watching all those videos. Like, it's such it, – the nostalgia is the strongest factor on this yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. And musically, from a, from a like, pop radio-friendly – standpoint there's a there's a reason this is the one that got on the radio yeah like absolutely by far the catchiest by far the easiest to sing along with the it's the biggest earworm in my opinion definitely um not to say it's the best but it's definitely like wedges in there (laughs) yeah (laughs) so I, i gotta give a props to that and it's just it's hard to compare an album that I started listening to two weeks ago to a song I've been listening to for well over a decade. So Yeah, it keeps yeah. coming back. And I had not before we talked about doing this album, I had not listened to this album in, in you know, six, seven years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everything just came flooding back, man. <laughs> like the floodgates opened for sure. Love it. Love it. From from the first note of Way Away, I was like, Wow. Yeah, I remember yeah. everything about this album except those four songs that I skipped every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't want to talk about them that much because my notes are so sparse for those. Oh yeah, I, I didn't yeah. even write the song titles down. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, what were your your lows? Your your least lows? Uh, obviously, View from Heaven and Inside Out. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Neither neither Inside Out sure has a place on the album. Fine, View from Heaven yeah. no does not have a place on the album. Or it's any a happy sounding song matter. about loss. I don't get it. Yeah, don't <clears> get it. Don't buy it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I they think tried they, something different. Good for them. They did. Um, but I think they nail the execution a lot better on Paper Walls with the song about loss. But Certainly. we're not talking about that one. Yeah. Um, okay, my least favorites. Unsurprisingly, 23. 23, it's a, yeah. It's just such a place and time song. Yeah, it, totally. It, like, even when I was was 23 i would have looked at them and like eh, this is like, <laughs> yeah exactly uh it feels a lot more like teenage problems yep. but uh and for me life of a salesman not gonna lie i yeah i i can tell yeah it's just mm, i i love that it's a positive song about a father that's mm-hmm, great mm-hmm. um i don't like i feel like the rhyming is weak it it just feels like it feels like something that they wrote when they were much younger and put music to it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But Life of a Salesman. Yep. So those are my lows. Um, that's the album. It's been a while since we've talked about a full album. I think we talked yeah. about Planetarium was our most recent one. Yeah. And then before that, it was episode like 13 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Austin and I may have talked about we talked about all Jay's relaxer. Oh, that's true, yeah. On one of those weeks when you abandoned me. Um yeah. <laughs> whatever. So a little bit of housekeeping. Um we are back on doing albums. Not every single time though. Um we're gonna be kinda doing you'll see. You'll see. But um Expect expect regular album full album episodes. Yeah, it's going to happen more often than it used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be a bit more focused. We're going to be trying a few different formats for doing full albums. 
uh, we're kind of relying on it. Well, we'll, I'm sure after we do a few different types, we'll know our favorites, but we would love to hear your preferences as well. Of course, none of this will matter until, you know, a month from now when you hear some other stuff. But um, we do need listener help for our non-album episodes. Um, yeah, absolutely. We are going to start uh, including a song from you guys in each episode, uh, in each non-album episode, that is. So we we need to hear your voice in the podcast. That's one thing that we found we've been missing, even though... We used to take your guys' suggestions for, you know, like our, our Pumpkin Spice playlist or our Shaking Song playlist. Like, we used to take a lot more requests, and that kind of dithered out. But now we want to include you in every single episode in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, we need to we, – we want to have a listener song of the week. Um, we're going to choose it pretty much by random. We're going to put them in a hat or put them on a Google Doc and just kind of pick one. Uh every week but we need you guys to tweet some suggestions at us or facebook or uh email i guess um <laughs> yeah. if you want but we're or instagram yeah so we're on instagram at echo podcast mm-hmm. we're on twitter at echo pod our email is um wait do we have an you, you take care of the email stuff uh, it's, it's just secret, a secret weapon email yeah okay it's secret podcast at gmail.com uh send us something that is either we're either going to love it or it's going to be bizarre like it can be anything it can be anything as long as it's a song whether you want to completely like mess with us and rickle us or if you want to actually send us something you really like we want it um and we will do our best to listen to it and get it on the episode we will be establishing a hashtag not right this second but we'll figure one out Mm mm-hmm uh, just so we can kind of organize things a little bit better on Twitter. Yeah. But for yeah, now, um, you can just tweet us like, here's a song or something like that. Like, we don't think we're going to get a huge deluge of songs right away. So, um, yeah, just tweet us with the song you want us to listen to on the episode. Uh, and we're going to try and make it like our first time listening to it too. So it'll be more like a reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, what else do you have? What other housekeeping things do we have before we get out of here? Um, yeah, just uh, just getting the. We're gonna try a few different segments out on on some of our album episodes and and the the interim episodes where we kind of have more free form. Um, hopefully, more streaming of some kind. Uh, I'll be at a concert this week. I'll try and do some streaming there. Um, although this will be out after that anyway. Um, yeah, and we'll try and get it set up for. Google uh, Hangouts as well. Riley is getting a webcam. Yeah. Uh, which means he won't have to use his iPad for uh, live video <laughs> streaming. Uh, All that to say, there's a there's a chance we want you guys to be able to watch us making the episode um, as we're making the episode. So you so you'd get to see it a week early, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, you may even be able to comment live. Yeah. Uh, which for us in our format, we think that would be huge if we could just talk to you in the moment that we're recording. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. way fun. Yeah. So sure. all of that is to come. Um, it's, uh, we, we're, we did some stuff behind the scenes. So our episodes are now a lot more current. We're actually talking about stuff that happened like in the last week or two mm-hmm. instead of, instead of <laughs> two months ago. Yeah. So we're making some changes. Uh, we love everyone that's, that's kind of stuck with us and is, um, been patient with us being a little bit behind and our whole schedule and all that and you know we've been making promises and making changes and getting better 
uh, for a while. Yeah. And we have been stream- doing stuff behind the scenes. We've just been kind of relying on that buffer so we could work things out behind the scenes. Totally, yeah. Um, but we're here now, and we're we're current, and it's a good feeling, I it's think. It's great, what do you think? yeah. Oh, yeah, totally energizing. Um, yeah. It, I'm just I'm excited to be back on the full albums again. Um, yep. I yep. think albums are, are something that, obviously, they're put together for a reason in mm-hmm. in certain orders for a reason mm-hmm. and i think that gets at the core of what those songs do for us which is kind of the whole core of this podcast is is how and what we've learned from these songs so yeah absolutely i'm excited to be on that format again i'm excited to hear from people for our listener song of the week um yeah we're gonna have all sorts of fun yeah excellent all right well great you guys uh we're gonna keep we're gonna play you out on back home because we just can't get enough of it (laughs) so uh keep enjoying yellow cards back home off of ocean avenue uh and we'll talk to you guys in a week 